Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Hello, welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we have a good one. Another one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every, all we do is win. DJ Khaled. <laughs> right. Don't sue uh, us, um, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. He's never going to watch this. Yeah. He's not a basketball addict. A true basketball addict. True. He's busy doing weird stuff and yelling all the time. And dancing. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, let's get back on track here. Yep. Today is a big podcast. We are doing March Madness style. March Madness style of every NBA team of all time. One of the best teams. We're going to choose them. We're going to break every game down. We're going to tell you who's going to win, who's going to lose. Everything's in a seven-game series. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be a lot of fun, right? There's a lot of a lot of dynasties here. Yeah. So we chose the best version of each dynasty. So it wasn't like the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls. I mean, Bill Russell won 11 rings. You think he's yeah. not going to have 11 teams in there? Like, come on. True. So, so we choose the best versions. We put them all in there. It's seven-game series. If Chris and I disagree, Gus is going to be the tiebreaker. So that's the way we're going to be kicking it in today's podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be part one. So, yeah, Chris, we have some big news coming from Instagram of some people being able to talk to us on our podcast, that's that's a very that's like very much coming out, like definitely like a nervous moment for all of us, I would say. Yeah. So Chris, can you I'm gonna segue to you. Let's hear what you got. First off, Jason, I love your enthusiasm tonight. I mean, I know it's late at night, but just keep that energy going. We got a long one, so just keep yes, it sir. going, keep feeding that energy to us, keep it coming. Yes, yes sir. Next thing is we just want to share our platform, okay. We uh-huh. know we have fans out there, and there are people who mm-hmm. are like us who love and enjoy the game of basketball. Right. And we want to share that with you. So we have started a mm. contest. We have a couple winners. I know we say it one yes. winner on Instagram, but we have a couple. We're going to share our platform yes, with two different people who I saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. They follow the rules, mm-hmm. and we're just here to congratulate, and we're happy to finally meet our fans. We want, we want to engage. We hope that you're as excited as we are. Yes. And we want to say thank you. And we're gonna this is gonna kick it off to Gus now, who's gonna announce our winners. Are you ready? Ooh. Can we get a drum roll, please? All right, guys. The first winner is Z <sighs> Porter. Ooh. Okay, okay. Z Porter. All right. Congratulations. Are we gonna are we gonna give the next Porter. guy as much as much love? Are we gonna get another drum roll going? I don't wanna just leave this guy. Yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's 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 go. Three, let's go. two, one, let's go. And the next winner is 
K Lar. Large. Large. Shout out to the stand. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. 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 I think that sounds right. I think this guy was the one who asked us the questions last time. He's always yes. interacting with yeah. us. We love that. Yes. Keep it coming. Yes. Yes. Just 100%. once again, just want to say thank you guys so much for participating. Mm-hmm. I know, like, you know, that you guys are a little bit, um, maybe a little bit nervous, you know, to finally, you Oof. know, because your voice is going to be out there on the airwaves because we're definitely going to post uh-huh. the podcast that you're going to be on. So yes. we'll DM <laughs> yeah. you later and let you know, you know, any restrictions or anything like that. We'll give you more mm-hmm. details. Um, probably ask you a couple questions because we want to know how much you really know about us. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. <laughs> a little trivia. A little trivia. Um, yeah. So, yeah, be ready. Be ready to have some fun. We're so excited mm-hmm. to have you guys on, okay? Yes, sir. I'm very excited. I completely agree with Chris's sentiment. Very excited. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. It's going to be a fun podcast. When that and it's not the only contest we'll have. Many more later. We have a couple things yes. planned on in the future. So, keep looking yes. out and following us on social media because we're going to have a lot yes. more to come. Yes, a lot of things coming down the line here. It's going to be really interesting this few next few weeks. <clears throat> yep. All righty. All righty. So we're going to kick things off here with a little bit of Summer League action, Summer League talk real quick. Summer League is not the end-all, be-all, but there's a lot of things that have happened since last week. First things first, Davion Mitchell is ridiculous. He looks like a literally – have you ever watched anime before? Yeah. They're basically, to describe a person, they say overpowered. This guy is, this character is overpowered. <laughs> Davion Mitchell is overpowered for Summer League. Yeah. Like, he is just way too good. Like, he plays too good defense. He's stripping everybody, right? He's scoring on everybody, creating from three, finishing at the rim. It's just every game. He's, he has to be averaging like 20. The dude is like, a ridiculous I, I loved him coming out of the draft. I feel very comfortable with the way I described him because he looks great. So yeah. Yeah. David Mitchell's the first one. Great job at Summer League. So much fun to watch. <clears throat> I would say the Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga pairing doing really well. Moses Moody has been showing me a little bit more shot creation off the ball, which we would like to see that. Uh, but it's mostly just spot up shooting uh and driving to the basket when somebody overhelps and trying to to try to close out too hard on him. Uh, and then with Jonathan Kaminga is doing a real go- really good job finishing around the rim. He has great size, six foot seven, physical guy. So that's that's something very um something we saw coming. Uh I would say that the biggest things other than those two, other than those three, is the Charlotte Hornets have a lot of young talent. Jello Ball, Kodora Congratulations on playing a respectful summer league. You can yeah, people who for sure. Yes. Playing in the summer league is not easy. Uh-uh. Right? There's a lot of great talent here that's gonna play overseas. Right? Some of them are gonna make it in the league and some of them are gonna be in the G League. Mm-hmm. Right. I did not expect him to be able to play so well. He's guarding and he's shooting, spacing. He has a really good understanding of when somebody over helps defensively, he runs to the open spot very well. Mm-hmm. Now that's that's rare to see out of somebody who hasn't played a lot of organized basketball at a high level in a long time. Like he didn't even play other than like one or two games at UCLA. So it's been a while. So it's really impressive. I like the way he moves off the ball, but Kai Jones is ridiculous. It's going to be a poster a week. I mean, he, he it didn't go viral, but he literally drove to the basket and dunked on some poor six foot eight guy from the Spurs. It was <laughs> he literally dunked on him so hard that the Spurs guy fell backwards behind the basket and just slid, bro. <laughs> 
The dude is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he's going to catch bodies if he plays at games. Uh, James Booknight, we're seeing what we thought we would see from James Booknight. He's a shot creator. Uh, it's it's a little raw-ish. Uh, his point guard skills and ability to handle the ball and make good decisions is not what he's great at yet, but off the ball with the mellow. It's going to be a little bit easier for him to create, but he did a good job. Um, let's see here. Evan Mobley didn't see a ton. Jalen Green was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, the guy is a... He's he's coming. He's he's coming for future scoring titles. Yeah. He's he's on his way. That's a special human being. Uh, Cade Cunningham. A lot of the same things that I thought I saw is what we're seeing. Great three point shooter. Good passer. Can finish it around the rim. Speed's going to be an interesting. Mm, what is he? His upside. Um, and uh, he has room to grow as like a one on one ISO scorer too. So, you know, but he makes really good decisions, has a really good understanding of what to do on the floor. He's really advanced mentally, so we love to see that. Jalen Suggs had a really good summer league, too. Um, clutch blocks, all that stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot of people. Nishan Bones Highland, hey, dropped a 28-piece. They gave him the ball for the whole game. My guy dropped a 28-piece. I was watching those highlights like, you hit those threes, bro. Right. That man. Oh, I love Nishan Bones Highland. He's my man crush. If you guys don't know from prior podcasts, man crush for real. Bull Bull, though. Bull Bull, I, 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 for a while, I really slept on Bull Bull. I was like, he's probably never going to hit what his potential is. He looked good. I know. I told you this. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. And you're right, dude. I know I knew he looked good in college, but I was like, he's never gonna really he's doing it in summer league. It's he's scary. doing what he was doing in college in the summer league. Uh, he's seven two, handle the ball, mid range, silky smooth athlete, three point shot, ISO game, post game. It's like it's gonna be interesting how he fits on the floor, but if you for some reason can fit him next to Joker. Because offensively they do different things. Like that's a scary pairing. I don't know. He, I, I, I was just offensively that's scary. It's it that, that that's yeah. Bo- then bo- you, go, then for you, it, go for then it. You, then you add Jamal Murray to that mix. The Denver yes. Nuggets are will be champions very soon. Mark my yes, words. You day, heard it here first. Day. They'll be yes. champions very soon. Yes, very very 100%. soon. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Whoever is scouting for them, dear. God is the greatest scout in basketball for the next decade. I don't care if somebody drafts KD, James Harden, Russell Westbrook again. You're not beating what they did. Nikola Jokic was not drafted in the first round, Chris. And he drafted Nurchik, who they traded to the Portland Trailblazers because they had to trade him because they hit the lottery with drafting Jokic. Yeah. Dude. Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Bones Highland, Bobo. It's rare to find a team in the modern era that could legitimately build a title contender through the draft. The Thunder got lucky. The the Denver Nuggets really drafted like second rounder. Guy who was kind of on the edge of the lottery is Jamal Murray. Bones Highland's 26th pick. Bobo was out of the lottery. Wasn't he in the second round? Yeah. Something ridiculous. Yes. He was sitting so, there for the longest. I think he was like the second to last pick or something like that. Yes. He was like the 40th yes. pick or something. Something crazy. Yes. Michael Porter Jr. was the end of the lottery. Yeah. So, like, dude, they have been destroying drafts. Like, it, they're goats. They're the goats of drafting. 
the last team we seen to do this was the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they they did have a good run. Steph, Clay, Dre in the few years, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Denver Nuggets will raise a banner very soon. I promise yeah, you. Yeah, one day. If they don't do it one day, then something absolutely atrocious. Something happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's so young. It's yeah. Okay. Sky is their potential. Yep. <clears throat> All right, Chris. I'm done with the Super League talk. Oh, baby. We're moving into the main event, the main course of this podcast. We're moving into the first matchup, the number one overall seed. Um, 2017-18 Golden State Warriors. Woo! With guys like KD, uh, Steph, Clay Thompson. Draymond Green, Iggy. I mean, that team was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevon Looney, Javel McGee, Zaza, like stacked. Versus 1986-87 Atlanta Hawks. This team's got uh, Dominique Wilkins in his prime. Young Doc Rivers. Young Spud Webb. Older uh, Gus Williams. That's the guys they have on this team. That's the first matchup of our... Tournament bracket, Chris. I'm gonna let you intro it out and do it first every time. What do you think? What's your what's your take? Seven game series. Oh man, that's that's wow. You really threw a wrench at me. The first one um, <laughs> definitely got a curveball. That was a nice curveball too. The Warriors. Uh-huh. That's the team with Kevin Durant, right? Yes, Kyrie, Curry, Clay, all of them. That's, that's an offensive monster. And it's also yes. the defensive monster because that's when Golden State was at their defensive like height of the defensive powers. I mean, like yes. that's really, they're really underrated defensively as a team. Yes, because yes. they were wow, amazing. They were holding teams yes. to like, I mean, like I I gave Kevin Durant shit for this. You know, when he was like, he's like, you don't mm-hmm. want to watch blowouts, turn something else, and I was like, what the hell do you mean if I don't want to watch blowouts? I like watching basketball, competitive games, but there yes. was just no competition. There was just yes. really no competition. They had the, like that's literally nice. no competition, so I can't really fault them for that. But that's just and then I don't want to be this guy, but uh-huh. I'm going to be this guy. And if you disagree, we'll talk about it. But I have okay. Golden State in like four or five. I hundred percent agree. There's way too much offensive firepower here. Uh, Dominique Wilkins would have a good series because. You know they don't have a ton of paint presence, but yeah, this is this is quick. This is four games over. No, no chance at all. I can, couldn't agree with you more. Sadly for the Atlanta Hawks, but very sadly. But quick question though. Uh huh. We're doing it modern NBA style, correct? Yes, everybody's playing in the modern NBA, so that means help defense. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't last. They wouldn't last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help defense is going to affect some teams. So. <laughs> they wouldn't last. <laughs> it's over, they would not last. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, first game. It is a sweep by the Golden State Warriors. 2017-2018. They move in the final teams of thirty-two. All right. We're going to move on to a really interesting matchup. Some OGs of basketball are going to be like, mm, might disagree with us, might agree with us. We're going to see what's Is it because happen. Michael Jordan's on the team? <laughs> no, it's because okay. Charles Barkley's on one of the teams. The ninth seed is the 1992-93 Phoenix Suns that lost to the Michael Jordan. 
in the mm-hmm. NBA Finals. Got okay. Charles Barkley, Tom Chambers, who I really like. A very underrated player, but he's older. Yeah. Uh, you have Danny Ainge. You have Dan Marley. You have uh, Kevin Johnson, who was pretty good. He was a borderline all-star. Uh, I respect Kevin Johnson. Yeah, that's facts. Versus a team that didn't even make it to the conference finals, Chris. The 2019-2020 Los Angeles Clippers. Paul George, Kawhi, Patrick Beverly, Maurice Harkless, Montrez Harrell, Reggie Jackson. They still have Lou Will on this team. The team was stacked. Uh, so, yeah, Marcus Morris. Oh, uh, man. Um, so, <clears throat> with this and with going forward, I just want to say that majority of these teams that we like heralded back in the day will mm. not be great in this era just for the simple fact that they built their teams around the big man and these teams yes. now are structured around a three-point line so like yes. they're going to shoot the hell out of these teams a lot of these teams didn't have any shooting maybe like one or two shooters but they yeah. had a lot of paint presence so in my opinion if we're going to start with me first and you know you may or may not agree with me but i'm going to give it to the clippers i mean like they just have yes. too much just way too much mm-hmm. the phoenix suns can't don't have anything to go back and forth with their firepower. They they can yeah. hit a they can hit a couple shots, and but they're gonna try to back people down. They're gonna win those battles because they're stronger. They're more. These are players who are more, who live in the post. You know what I mean? That's these, yes. Just like think about the shacks. You know what I mean? Like they live in the post. These are this is what you were looking for in these in these eras of basketball. You were looking for mm-hmm. a dominant big man, and then you were trying to put shooters around, and then like. Like Michael Jordan was kind of like a enigma back then because he was just like you weren't yes. looking for that you were looking for a down to big man and then like shooters that's what was yes. winning championships everybody's playing the exact same way now we're based around a three point line and you open up the floor now it's spacing everybody can break you down pretty much and they're hitting shots in your face there's yeah. there's no competition these the old, like the Phoenix Suns lose yeah I believe it's a sweep again we got another sweep and Clippers advance. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. The only thing that could be the yin to the new wave of basketball's yang is a dominant center, right? Yeah. A dominant center has a chance to be like, oh, I'm going to be even better now because you don't have as much size. We have more spacing, right? Unless he has nothing shooting-wise on his team. Yeah. right. But when it's Charles Barkley 6'6 six, six, and nobody else... No chance. No yeah. chance. Could agree with you more. 4-0 sweep. This is over with. I mean, yeah. Yeah. This is this is sad. It's a bad matchup. It's a tear it's about as terrible as a matchup as the the they could face here. Uh one second. I think I might have made a typo. Oh no, I think this is pre- Switching around. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're good. We're good. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready, Chris? Yeah, let's go into number three. Okay. And so I am realizing it was a typo. Okay. Sorry. So we're going to rein it back in here. Uh, the team here that is the matchup is the Milwaukee Bucks. 
that just won an NBA championship versus those Clippers. Oh, wow. Yes. That changes That's things. That's the matchup. Yes. That changes things. That changes things. Because Luau Cinder is probably the most dominant she'll get besides yeah. Shaq. Uh, wait. You, oh, you said the one that just won? Yes. Literally, Giannis is his team. But do they have Kawhi and Paul George? Yes. I'd take the Clippers. I'd take the Clippers. I'll take the Clippers. I'll take the Clippers in that series. They the ones that just won. The Milwaukee versus the Clippers who just won. I mean the, the Milwaukee that just won versus the Clippers. Yeah, I take the Clippers. Well, this is the first time something like this is gonna happen. But I am going to disagree. I'm listening. Because they have a flaw. Okay, what's up? They have no paper presence mm-hmm. for sure. Montrez Harrell is the guy. I mean, Zubak starts. Yeah. But Montrez Harrell is the guy that gets the most minutes. And then after that, it's the Morris twin. When the Morris twins. Mm-hmm. Patrick Patterson. I think the Bucks' size and Giannis's greatness and the Clippers not knowing what they were at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Paired with Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. I think they have enough scoring to balance out Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, even though they have better names, they we've talked about it before. They don't mesh well. Yeah. So I'm I'm going with the Bucks and six. That's Bucks. my argument. Bucks and six. All right, Gus. Who do you think? Who? What is the tiebreaker between the Bucks and six and the Clippers and how many, Chris? I was saying about six as well, but okay. I think that the Clippers just have too much defensively. Yeah, wing wise, yeah, but Giannis is six eleven. Okay. Yeah. So before I make a decision, I'm gonna I want to just toss it back to Chris real quick. Chris, do you have anything that you wanted to rebuttal? I'll give you 60 seconds if you'd like to make a rebuttal to what Jason said. Yeah. So like I said, the Clippers just have way too much defensively. In my opinion, I mean, like Kawhi has already faced this team for before, not necessarily like previously constructed, but he's already beat Giannis before. Like when he was mm-hmm. on the Toronto Raptors in the East. I mean, Giannis has grown since then, but Kawhi has grown as well. Now he's added Paul George. That was a team with nobody, but Kyle Lowry was like the second best player. So now he's added Paul George. Now you've added defensive identity that ha- comes along with Patrick Beverly and those other guys. I mean, I think that even though they don't know exactly where they are um, yet, their identity wise, I think that they mm-hmm. might have just too much for the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. And you also have consistent, very cons- inconsistent Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, who can be locked down by either Paul George and or Kawhi Leonard. And then Giannis has to drop fifty, and then that and then it's just be like fifty, right? Yes. But everybody on the other team is scoring because they're going to be locked down. <laughs> you're going to lock down Drew Holiday. You're going to lock down Chris Middleton. You got two of the best Gus. defenders on one team. Gus, Jason, you, want, you want thirty seconds? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, even though yes, they're going to be locking down. It's a team that's the reason why they fell out of the playoffs with all their talent is because they didn't mesh, right? This was a this is a year with Lou Will and Paul George and Kawhi, and nobody knew who to have the ball, who to shoot the ball, when to shoot the ball. That's not a problem with the Bucks. We yeah. got Giannis. We all know his role, and you can't stop Giannis. You talked about Chris Middle and True Holiday. First on purpose because you can't stop the best player of the team by far. You can't, no. And you know it. <laughs> yeah. So, 
that's going to cause a problem. Dunk and kick. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. That's my argument. Okay, so run, jump, dunk. So yeah. So okay. So just to clarify, Chris, you're standing with your position, and Jason, you're standing with yours. Yep. Yes, I have Milwaukee okay. in six. Chris has Clippers in six. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Clippers and in seven. Also, just in case. for clarification as well, we're talking about last year's Clippers versus mm-hmm. this year's this Bucks. year's Bucks. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. I'm seeing just the struggles. Now, I'm not as intellectually available with basketball as far as <laughs> my knowledge, but what I, I will admit. say is seeing the struggles that the Bucks had this year with a team they shouldn't have struggled against, I'm going to have to go Clipper last year's Clippers. Oh, hey! <laughs> you, you said they shouldn't have struggled against the what team is that? What team they shouldn't have struggled against? The Phoenix Suns. Whoa! Okay, 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 okay. All right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. My old friend. My old friend <laughs> deserted me. <laughs> I, I thought I was supposed it. to have bias here. <laughs> take the information that I've learned from y'all. And seeing the struggles that Milwaukee had, granted, they finished out the series, obviously, Mm -hmm. but seeing the struggle they had at the beginning of the series, I don't think they make up that amount of ground against last year's Clippers. And remember, Kawhi likes to get punched in the mouth a couple of times. He's going to lose those first two games. Then he's going to take the next four. Mm -hmm. That's true. All right. Are you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. We have a very interesting matchup here between the 12 seed of Dwight Howard's Orlando matchup with Hito Turkulu, Jameer Nelson, right? I mean, that team was stacked with shooters. Yeah. He was in his prime. They lost in the NBA Finals versus the 2013-2014 San Antonio Spurs that upset the Miami Heat in the NBA Finals and LeBron James's last year as a Miami Heat. It was a big series. Kawhi Leonard was just coming up. He won the MVP that year. Manu, Tim Duncan, the whole crew. Jeez. <clears throat> so experience versus youth. Because you have a dominant mm-hmm. center in Dwight, but then you have an experienced center in Timmy D. Then you also have yes. the experience of Tony Parker, the experience of Manu Ginobili, who is very under... I mean, like... He's good. Like, he's good. He's really good. Um, and then you have young Kawhi who like won Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Then you just have just a great coaching and Greg Pop. Yeah. Ah, that's a weird one because I know Dwight's going. It's prime Dwight, so he's going to get his points. You know what I mean? He's going to get off. Yes. Gonna get some blocks. He's going to get some rebounds. Number of points. And you also do. Mm-hmm. You are really. You really have. That's the closest to the modern NBA that you're going to get. Out of like those mm-hmm. old teams, you know. Yes, because this stack with shooters, a, bi- a big man, and then like, jeez, you have shooting mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, mm, I, I would have to take age over age over. I mean, I would have to take experience over youth. Yeah, I couldn't uh, agree with you more. I a hundred percent agree. I think it's going to be a sweep. I I think this is not even a single question. I don't oh, think this, this is, is the ball movement Spurs, right? The one where we yes. saw that beautiful yes. ball. It's over. Yes. It's over. Yes. yes. Not a chance. Not a chance. 
They're murking them in four. Yeah, their ball movement is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Especially yes. during that time yes. period. Oh, yes. Geez. Yes. 100%. <laughs> All righty, you guys ready to move on to the next matchup? We yeah. have a good one between the four and the 13 seed. Okay. We have the four seed is the 2011-2012 Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm. Team that had James Harden, KD, and Russell Westbrook. Kendrick Perkins, Serge Ibaka. When he was young, dude, he was swatting everything from the floor. Yeah. Derek Fisher, Mr. I Can't Shoot a 3, Thabo Sebalosha, Reggie Jackson, a rookie. So that team is getting to face Clyde Drexler and Terry Porter of the 1990 and 1991 Portland Trailblazers. Chris, who do you think is going to win? Mm, Clyde Drexler? Yes. Um, that's a hell of an athlete there. Yes, Definitely he is. a hell of an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's a cl- it's not a bad matchup. <clears throat> it's just that because Clyde Drexler is like leaps and buzz and you know and like athletically, but he didn't really mm-hmm. get his stride until he was a little bit older when he got uh when he got no yeah when he got Scott I think um I don't know uh huh that's a weird one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have James Harden come off the bench. You yes. got Reggie Jackson. You got Russ, and you got KD. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. this is the year they went against the Heat, but they lost. Yes. Yes. Mm. Oh man. Okay. I don't want to. I feel like I'm just keep picking the young teams, but like I just feel mm-hmm. like they might just have too much. I mean, I know that just athletically, Clyde Drexler might just dominate. Period. But it's mm-hmm. I feel like just in that he's not he's 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 there, but his team isn't there yet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a one man show. You have three different stars you have to worry about because they all win MVPs on their respective teams. Yes. I couldn't agree more. I think this is a sweep. I think the fact that they have Serge Ibaka, too, inside, uh, who's very athletic, is going to hinder Clyde Drexler. So it's not like they have Montrez Harrell inside, and everybody's just and that's the only center they have. So it's going to be it's going to be them and four. This is a this is not a good matchup. You know, I, I yeah, this is not even close. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma City and four. <clears throat> All right, are you ready to cook it on to the next one? Yep. All right, so we got the six versus the eleven seed, and this six seed should tell you how great and how many good teams there are. Mm-hmm. Because this is the two thousand five, two thousand six Miami Heat with Shaq and D Wade that beat Dirk in the NBA Finals. Udonis Haslam, older Alonzo Mourning, Gary Payton, older Antoine Walker, who's a great role player on that team. This team is tough. This is prime D Wade, and he's getting a very unique team from the 70s. He's getting the 1972 73 Boston Celtics. There's John Havlicek on this team, Dave Cowens on this team, Joe, Joe White on this team. This team had a lot of really, really good players all on one team. This is a, a, a team not with like superstars, but a, many guys that are very, very good. So, yeah, this is the matchup here. Chris, what do you think? Oh, man. This is another tough one. Um, mm-hmm. This is 2005-2006 Miami Heat, right? Yes. 
They have Shaq. Wade's. Yes. And white chocolate. Yeah, yes, yes. Damn, Anton So in swag, they already won. Wait a second. Shaq, who's the big in the 70s for the... Dave Cowens. Oh, that's food. Um, <laughs> that's food. <laughs> yes. That's food. Um, <laughs> mm, ooh, because I... Ugh. 70s Celtics. Wahondo. Larry Bird came in the 80s. With, uh, he's not on that team, now. No, he's on that team. I, no, he's not. Yeah. Um, give me the heat. Yes. 100%. Shaq nullifies any, oh, we're going to beat you through the post type of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you're not. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> this, this team has absolutely no chance. None. Uh, so yeah, couldn't agree more. We ready to move on to the next matchup. One more thing, Shaq yes. like enables like this modern team. If they wanted to play in the old style, they could, and they'll still dominate. Yes, yes, they're scary in the older style. So it's gonna be a really tough matchup for a lot of teams. No yeah. kidding. Um, so yeah, we're gonna kick it on to the next one. The three seed is sadly a team we know too well. The 2006-2007 San Antonio Spurs that swept the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. Fuck. Tim Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Duncan was literally in his peak. Uh, Tony, Manu, younger but still there. Bruce Bowen. This team was stacked. Obviously got Greg Popovich. We've got an interesting matchup out of the 14th seed. This might actually make us think and really wonder. If, this might not be a sweep. Mm-hmm. 2018-2019 Portland Trailblazers. Dame Dalla, CJ McCollum. This is a team that went to the Western Conference Finals. Maurice Harkless, uh, Anfrey Simmons, Evan Turner, Alfred Aminu, Zach Collins, Miles Leonard, Joseph Nurchik. That's a lot of size, Chris. That's a lot of size. I I literally don't even know. So I'm literally going to be thinking while you're yeah. talking. Yeah. So. Who who's the matchup again? I'm sorry. The 2006-2007 San Antonio Spurs that beat LeBron versus the 2018-2019 Portland Trailblazers that made it to the Western Conference Finals. That's kind of difficult, just a little bit because that like 2005-2006. They still had 2006, 2007, 2006, 2007. They still had mm-hmm. the the previously constructed, but they weren't like on the level they were in like 12, 13 when they beat Liber- when they beat Le- when they beat the Miami Heat. I mean, not 12, Tim 13, Duncan but uh, yeah. Oh, oh man. Um, <clears throat> well, that's Dame time. Hold on, hold on now. Yes. That's a different Dame. That's a ooh. That's the guy who destroyed Russell Westbrook and Paul George. Yeah, and waved bye to him. Shit. Um. Shit. Um. Okay. Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Who beat LeBron? LeBron didn't have nobody though. Like it was literally just LeBron on that team. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, they won. Um. Hmm. Fuck it. 
Portland Trailblazers. You know what? I'm thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was breaking it down in my head because it's this was rare for a team, modern team, to have so much size. I was like, wait, Miles Leonard, seven foot, Yosef Nurchik, six eleven. I was thinking, cat, even Alfred Camino's a taller guy. Marcus Harkless, a taller guy. I was like, if they can at least guard Tim Duncan, no, nobody can really guard Tim Duncan, yeah. but like, he's not going to be like playing against a small ball team. And then Dame is equal as a player to what Tim Duncan was, right? Dame is special. He's, I think he's in my, if I do top five point guards of all time, he would probably break the list around five or four. Like, I love Jamie Lillard. Mm-hmm. That's like CJ McCollum, Manu. I mean, they have more supporting cast, but they have so much offensive firepower. I can't believe I'm saying this, Chris, and I wasn't expecting this before we talked about this. I can't believe I'm about to agree with you, but I agree with you. Yeah. The 14 seed pulls out the upset over the three seed. Yeah. I. It's just a it's a great matchup for the Portland Trailblazers to move on because it's not they don't have the perimeter scoring and the way that the Portland Trailblazers play with scoring from the perimeter Dame Lillard's ridiculous it's just yeah I agree with you 14 seed up seeds 3 yeah. wow that's crazy chris that is crazy <sighs> yeah <clears throat> all right you ready to move it on yep all right, so we have an interesting 7 versus 10 seed matchup. So this is a 67 win team here. 2015-2016 San Antonio Spurs. This is peak Kawhi. Tim Duncan is old as hell. Manu Ginobili. Tim Duncan was still in the end of his prime. Uh, rotational guys like Patty Mills. Um, so this team was really good. The Zaza Pachulia, this is the year that Zaza pulled the Zaza on Kawhi. I was asking uh, that. I was just about to ask that. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the 2019-2020 Miami Heat. Tyler Hero was ridiculous. Duncan Robinson, team that made it to the NBA Finals and got slaughtered by LeBron. Chris, what do you think? Oh, wow. Okay. This is after Tony Parker left, right? No, Tony Parker's still there, and he's still at the there. end of his prime. End of his prime. Versus the Miami Heat that lost to LeBron James in the NBA Finals. They're scrappy. They're scrappy. Yes. They're young. They're hungry. They got a lot yes. of shooting. Uh huh. But Kawhi, though, Kawhi almost beat that Golden State Warriors team before he got before he got injured. He did. Yes. He almost did it by himself. Yes. And LaMarcus Aldridge. Mm. Yep, that Aldridge is still in his prime too. Yeah. Uh fuck. Damn. Okay, wait a second. Uh-huh. So you have Kawhi Spurs where he got Zazad. Nigga, he got Zazad. Versus mm. the Miami Heat, the one who got slaughtered by LeBron. It's just yes. a lot of shooting on that Miami Heat team, but it, I mean, at that, are we playing? I mean, like, I don't know because I don't want to say Miami Heat 
because Tyler Hero hasn't become what I think he's like. I haven't seen. I've we seen flashes, but we didn't like. It's no telling if he's really going to be that, you know, and especially against this mm-hmm. team. I mean, hmm. this is definitely difficult. Um, yeah, that's the point. Damn, I want to be wasting this. Filling, filling the airspace with just me taking my, clicking my tongue. Uh, fuck. Give me. Oh, damn, that could why Leonard team though. Just he almost did it. He literally almost beat that 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 Warriors team. It's just it was close. Mm-hmm. Eric actually was. They were leading that game. They were leading the game. He got injured. Yeah. So we that's just sixty-seven a story. and fifteen is ridiculous. Yeah. Sixty-seven to fifteen. Give me. Okay, I'm not gonna debate Spurs. Mm-hmm. They also had Danny Green on this team too. Spurs. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree with you more. This team is a high-powered machine that is gonna scare a lot of super teams. Not super teams, but like '90s and '80s teams. Because when mm-hmm. you pair Tim Duncan and Lamarcus Aldridge, you get. Like, even though Tim Duncan was older, thirty-nine, really old, just stayed in the post and. Tried to block shots. Like like Marcus Aldridge is a great 80s and 90s four. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I see this as sweep. Uh, I, I don't see them having a single chance at beating this amazing San Antonio Spurs team. So, I couldn't agree yeah. with you more. Yeah, because they have shooting, but I just, I mean, for me to say that the Heat win, I would have to say I believe in Hero. But I, yes. I, I after seeing what happened last season, I don't really believe in Hero. But yeah. that season he was going bananas. But like, yes, he was. I still, I don't know. He's gonna have a good game. Bam's gonna have a good game. Mm-hmm. Drew gonna have a good game. Uh, Jimmy Butler's gonna have a good game. But I don't think he's gonna stack up to what the Spurs have. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. So <laughs> that's what we're gonna go with here for that matchup. The Spurs move on as the seventh seed, and then we have a really tough two seed here. The big three Boston Celtics NBA championship run, 2007-2008 Boston Celtics. Okay. With okay. Rondo versus a very interesting team, Portland Trailblazers, that pushed, pushed the L.A. Lakers in 1999-2000 when they had the Shaq to – I mean, Kobe to Shaq, Ali to win the game. You get everybody know that highlight. Yeah. That was against this Portland Trailblazers team. Older Scotty Pippen, uh, Sabonis was on that team, Rasheed Wallace. It was a really interesting team. That's our 15 seed here, Chris. Who do you think is going to win? I don't know why, but for some reason I keep missing the first team you said. What was it again? <laughs> the 2008-2009 Big 3. Bo- oh, no. My bad. 2007-2008 Boston Celtics Big 3 first year. NBA champions. Boston. Mm-hmm. I got Boston. I, I'm I'm not even going to think. That's a no-brainer for me. Because mm-hmm. in that time period, I mean, like, yeah, you have Scottie Pippen. He's the oldest Scottie Pippen. He's still a Hall of Famer. He was leading that team. That team was great. They, I mean, mm-hmm. they've had a great game against the Lakers. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like if you put in the modern style, that team with Rondo's mindset, the shooting that comes from Clay and Paul Pierce, and then Durant's tenacity. <clears throat> you, you said Clay on accident. I think you meant I mean, Ray. Ray, yeah. Ray and uh, Pierce, mm-hmm. and and uh, 
I said Durant too. Um, Garnett's tenacity. <laughs> That's a heck of a team right there. <laughs> right. It's just like is he was he actually was able to like knock down some mid range shots. He was oh man, he was in his prime at that point. I think that yeah, I would I would take the mm-hmm. big three Celtics over. Yeah, the, I couldn't Portland agree with you more there. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent agree. This is a wiping of the floor. Uh, Boston Celtics get through get through the first round. All right, so we're out of that bracket, the top that top of the bracket. Um, we're going to keep it moving here and go down to the next bracket. So we have the one seed in this bracket is Shaq and Kobe's Los Angeles Lakers, 2001-2002. Chose this team because Kobe's a little bit older, so they're both superstars at this point in time. And uh, Rick Barry's 1974-75 Golden State Warriors. This is what they're matched up against. Who do you think is going to win, Chris? Rick Barry's 1970... What? 1974? Is it Wilt? 74-75 Warriors. No, Wilt is not on this team. Okay. I know he was on one of those Golden State I think he was on the 60s team. Yeah, he was on the 60s team. Yeah. Hey, check out our 60s podcast if you want to know. Um... <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, okay, I don't know why, but I like as soon as you say it, I forget it immediately. Every single time, I have to like write these down. Um, so oh, you said Shaq and Kobe Lakers. Okay, we came back to me. Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. This is a sweep. Shaq and Kobe demolish them. They have no no answers. <clears throat> All right. Are you ready for a really, really interesting matchup? Okay, so this is a one. battle of the Phoenix Suns teams. Okay. We have the nine seed as the Charles Barkley team that I mentioned before, 1992-93, mm-hmm. versus the eight seed of Steve Nash, the team that 2004-2005 that had – you know, Joe Johnson on it. Amari Stoudemire was amazing. Q Rich. It's a great team. Chris, who you got coming out of that one? I got the Steve Nash Suns. I couldn't agree more. I think they're a terrible matchup problem for this iteration of Charles Barkley's team. I think that happens in, let's say, five. I'm saying in five. Yeah. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. You got this. You got Steve Nash. That's seven seconds or less. They're going to run that team out of their shoes. Yes. Couldn't agree more. And the next one's going to be a really tough matchup. The five seed is the 1982, 83 Philadelphia 76ers that won the NBA championship. Moses Malone is the MVP that year versus the Phoenix Suns from this year that lost in the NBA Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks. That's the 12th seed. Who do you think is going to win, Chris? Sixers versus the Suns this year? Mm-hmm. Chris Paul. At pick and roll. But they're doing the pick and roll, too. But they have Moses Malone. That doesn't stack up. I mean, DeAndre Aiden doesn't stack up to that at all. Um, <clears throat> You also have Dr. J. Mm-hmm. And then, jeez, ah, and then uh, you got some decent players on that team, but I think I would go with the Sixers. All right, this is where things get interesting because I disagree. 
I'm going with the Phoenix Suns to pull out the upset. I think Devin Booker, first things first, Dr. J was only scoring like around 20 points a time, per game at this point in time in his career. I think people really sleep on that he was kind of moving down the hill. Uh, Devin Booker is probably going to be the highest scoring player in the series. I think DeAndre Ayton allows them to guard Moses Malone. Then we have Chris Paul plus DeAndre Ayton, the pick and roll, D-Book, and all the spacing that they have from their wing shooters. I'm taking the Phoenix Suns. Gus, I'm taking the Phoenix Suns in six. Gus, who do you have? You're going to split the tie here. Chris, Gus. Chris, you have a rebuttal on that one? Or you just want to let it roll, man? <sighs> I think I'm just gonna. I mean, because I was. Because let me tell okay. you, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to make a you're gonna have to make a case. Yeah, because oh shit. Um, uh, but okay. Damn, we make it that we make it seem like that. You know, let it roll, let it roll. Because I I think I'm gonna lose this one anyway. I I'm I'm gonna be. <clears throat> honest i i don't think uh realistically i mean i know you guys said modern style all that stuff but i mean i think when you're talking about athleticism and talent modern nba in my mind without a doubt phoenix let's go <laughs> you this is 90s basketball i chose the Sixers only because Dr. J. He's special. No. I can, I I can respect athletically that. He would, I yeah. thought athletically he would match up well. Mm. But then, like, and the pick and roll will be demolished by, you know, Moses Malone. There will be no pick and roll because they're running the pick and roll too, but they're running it at a better level because DeAndre Aiden isn't Moses Malone. Yeah. It's Chris, how are you going to come at me thing. with your counterpoints after the decision is made? <laughs> <laughs> allow me to make Chris, a decision. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I still, I, 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 I respect you because I think you know I still would have gone with the Suns. Right. <laughs> I'm still going Suns on that one. But uh-huh. I guess when I think about like, yes, Doctor J. But when I think about the guys, okay, the guys that Doctor J is playing against, and then okay, look at the guys that people like LeBron and mm-hmm. people like. Giannis, those pe- people that those individuals are playing against versus the individuals that Dr. J is playing against. Mm-hmm. I mean, still Dr. J, but yes, very true. It's special. It's definitely just a different era of basketball. That's why I was like, I want to go old, but I was thinking about that. But then I was like, yeah, he's right. Yeah. It will be the sixth. I mean, it will be the Phoenix Suns. <clears throat> Alrighty, we're gonna kick it on to the next matchup here. We have the NBA champions as a four seed. LeBron James and Anthony Davis's ring last season. They're the four seed. Getting the face up against another champion. Elvin Hayes, Wes Unseld, the Washington Wizards from the 1977-78 season. Chris? Don't even ask me this question because I have the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. They're demolishing the crap out of this team. Oh, my goodness. This is a terrible matchup, too. <laughs> Bro, AD would just, like, destroy Elvin Hayes. Poor Elvin Hayes. They Ugh, had signs. Six... They built their team perfectly to, like, for mm-hmm. that style of basketball because you're going to have all those bigs. 
But just mm-hmm. athletically, just those two together dominates their entire team. Yes. Now, this is finally going to be a tough matchup. We have an NBA championship team here again. Team Chris loves Ooh. Bad Boy Pistons, 1989-1990 Detroit Pistons succeed. Mm-hmm. Facing up against Ralph Sampson, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Craig Elo in the 11th seat from the Houston Rockets from 1985 to 1986. Oh, my God. Well, you made it difficult for me today. <clears throat> <laughs> this is hard. Mm-hmm. I think Houston has just enough to win this matchup. Let's go! <laughs> That's what I have too, baby. I thought we were about to go at it again. Mm-hmm. I think they have enough too. Wait, you were you were done? You were done talking? Yeah, I think I think Houston has enough. They have Ralph Sampson, Ralph Sampson, and Hakeem Olajuwon plus the shooters yes. that sat around them. They won the championship. For a, that's a dominant front if I've ever seen one. That's a very dominant. Yes, yes, that would have been the greatest one-two punch bigs ever because they would have been peaking together at the same time. Wow, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have them going through, and then we have in the next matchup a seventy-three win. Golden State Warriors 2015-2016 seed here as a three seed versus this 1976-1977 Portland Trailblazers will Bill Walton won his ring as a 14 seed. Golden State, not even a question. Yeah, this is like, takes you five seconds to make this decision. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more, Chris. <clears throat> Golden State just had too much. Like I said, they're underrated defensively. Yep. And Steph Curry, hundred percent. And Bill Walton. If you haven't, go check out our podcast from that from the year that we talked about Bill Walton. I think it was what the what was it the seventies? Yep, seventies. Seventies podcast. Bill Walton. Overrated. Is not as great as media makes him seem. He's not. Yes. Mm hmm. Hundred percent. Couldn't agree with him more, Chris. <clears throat> Are you ready to kick it to the seven two seed? So we have an amazing 2017-2018 Houston Rockets with James Harden CP3 versus an NBA championship New York Knicks 1969-1970 Walt Frazier, Walt Bellamy, uh, Willis Reed, that, 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 that core. Walt Frazier, Walt Bellamy, Willis Reed. Versus James Harden and CP3. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like this is Quick just like... Look, well, the bigs like neutralize Clint, for sure. Mm-hmm. But there's nobody to guard James Harden, and that'll be a problem. Yes. And their whole scheme of shooting the, the shit out of the ball, the three-point line, is going to be terrible for the Knicks. Houston. Yeah, 100% agree. Little one and five will give the Knicks one game. Um, so, yeah, here we have the 1967-1997 Miami Heat as the 15th seed. Alonzo Mourning, Tim Hardaway. This is a good regular season team. 
uh, versus Magic and Kareem, 1984-1985, James Worthy stack team as a two-seed. Who was the first team you talked about again? The Alonzo Morning, uh, Tim Hardaway, Miami Heat from 1996 and 1997. Versus? Magic Johnson and Kareem, James Worthy in 1984-1985. Okay. <clears throat> Magic and Kareem. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel they have too much. That team is way too stacked. You yes. have Kareem. Who's going to stop Kareem? You don't have to really worry about stopping Magic because he's not going to score. But the way that he's going to make everybody on the court better and facilitate mm-hmm. and lead his team, that's going to be too much to overcome. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> All right, I completely agree. That's the team we're definitely going with here. All right, the next one is going to be a really interesting matchup here. We have a sad occurrence here, Chris. Are you ready for the sad occurrence? What's the sad occurrence? We have the Cleveland Cavaliers, 1991-1992 Cleveland Cavaliers, as a 16th seat. Getting destroyed by the current Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> what do you think is going to win, Chris? Brooklyn. And it's sad. It's very sad because I like Mark Price and Larry Nance and all that. But <clears throat> Brooklyn has too much. Cleveland, yes. Cleveland they, they they did well that year. They did go against Michael Jordan. They did lose. Um, but, yeah, other than that, it's just yep. it's too much. It's way too much. Couldn't agree with you more, bro. Couldn't agree with you more. They got KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. So we're talking about mm-hmm. like fully healthy teams. Yeah, it's, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. Old heads, eat your heart out. Your teams are not good. <laughs> Jeez. All right, you ready to kick it the next one? Mm-hmm. We have the 2010 Dallas Mavericks that beat the big three Miami Heat in the first year as the eighth seed. And then we have Lob City... Los Angeles Clippers, 2014-2015 is the nine seed. Chris, who do you think is going to win? Long hair, Dirk. I'm really thinking. <clears throat> I have long hair, Dirk. Because... <sighs> Blake Griffin... It's going to be a tough matchup for Dirk in the pick and roll. They have shooting. Chris Paul's really special. J.K., Jason Terry, the team is good. Tyson Chandler inside. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Maz and six, in my opinion. Long hair mm-hmm. Dirk moves along. All right, we got a good matchup with the next one. Another iteration of a Cleveland Cavaliers team. We have the 12th seed as the 2008-2009 Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Twin Towers, 1998-1999 San Antonio Spurs. That's the five seed. Chris, who do you think is going to win? Mm. David Robinson and Tim Duncan. David yes. Duncan. Could agree with you more. Oh, were you not done, or are you just saying they're going to win? Yeah, I was saying they're going to win. That's that's pretty much it. Because I like I don't think, I mean, yeah, you had 
every year LeBron plays, you know what I mean, from the, his, from the start of his prime to even now, because we still believe he's in, like, his third prime or whatever, he's, he's mm-hmm. the best player on the floor. Like, he'll definitely be the best player, but, like, I think that San Antonio might just have too much. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, all right. Like six. Yeah, I completely agree. This the, that Cavs team wasn't that good. All right, so we're gonna kick it to the next matchup. The four seed is one of the eleven rings team. Bill Russell, John Havlicek in his rookie year, his first year in the NBA. You have Sam Jones of like 34, 35 year old Bob Cousy, 62, 63 Boston Celtics. So that's the four seed. And they're facing off against Allen Iverson's phenomenal Philadelphia 76ers run in 2000-2001 as a 13 seed. Chris, who do you think is going to win? Iverson. Yes, I did. Th- I thought it would take you longer. Yes, he's a terrible matchup. Terrible. Because, you know, Bill Russell's going to, one, gonna fa- become close to the fouling out. Like, he's not going to keep stop from coming back, right? He's going to finish on anybody. These phenomenal players can do phenomenal things against anybody. And once the ball comes off the rim, if he misses, that means the Kembe Matumbo is probably going to get the rebound and finish. Mm-hmm. So I think they're a terrible matchup for that poor that poor Boston Celtics team has to get beat in the first round. Sad. You know, I'm not a, a hater of old basketball, but, you know, it, it's happening. Yeah, I'm not a hater either. It's just that it's like the – these youngies, the more modern the NBA gets, the more that these teams have that the older teams do not have. Every era yes. of basketball, the teams evolve. So I'm sorry mm-hmm. for those who believe, like, you know, look, everybody thinks that their era of basketball is the best era of basketball. I understand that. Facts. But <laughs> these players, if they went back in time and the time machine was like, I want to go play the best team from their era. They would smash every, even our low tier teams of this era would smash some of the great teams of the of the last era. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's gonna be really interesting. Let's let's move it along here to the nineteen ninety four nineteen ninety five Houston Rockets NBA champions. Hakeem Olajuwon, older Clyde, six seed versus. A team that lost in the Western Conference Finals. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, 2019-2020. Last year's Denver Nuggets. 11 seed. Wow. You, of course you will ask me this. <laughs> do you want me to do, yeah, do it? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. Then, oh. I'm going <laughs> to say yep. it only because I truly believe this is possible. Uh-huh. And I'm willing to fight tooth and nail for this. I'm gonna say Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I never gonna argue. I never gonna argue. I agree. <laughs> what? I agree. I agree. Yakola Jokic is a terrible matchup for Houston because they play basically the same way. They have center and four out. All right. So if you say in theory Hakeem is better than Nikola, right? But it's like, let's say, uh, let's just use the NBA 2K ratings. Hakeem in this game is a 99. Nicole is a 95. 
the Jamal Murray factor is why they get the edge. Jamal Murray was dropping like 40 or 50 in games in that NBA playoff run. Jamal Murray was like Super Saiyan type of greatness. So his difference in the Will Barton, Young MPJ, Paul Millsap. This team is just, it's tough, man. Jeremiah Grant, too. It's tough. It's a tough team. Yeah, I agree with you. The Denver Nuggets pull off the upset here. I thought we were going to argue. <laughs> yeah, I thought so, too. Uh, I thought you were going to go with the Houston Rockets. I I, I was feeling the Nuggets on that one. No. <sighs> All right, so we're going to kick it to the next game. This is a tough team right here. 2008-2009, Los Angeles Lakers. Paul Gasol, Andrew Bynum, Kobe Bryant versus his NBA title team for the Seattle Supersonics where they had guys like Fred Brown on that team. So... Yep, NBA champions. Chris, who do you have winning? <clears throat> Give me the 2008-2009 Lakers. Bro, in four. Not even close. The, the way that team is built, I believe we talked about this. The fact that you have Kobe mm. already gives them the edge, but then you gave them Paul Gasol. Anytime Kobe is paired with a good center, that mm. team transforms into something very special. And then you add Andrew yes. Biden on there, who is an athletic defender and a pretty decent scorer. Mm-hmm. This team goes places. This team is going to destroy that team and yes. then move forward. Yes. Alrighty, we're gonna kick it to the next matchup. Oh, Chris is gonna love this one. Seventh seed is a ninety staple. John Stockton plus Carl Malone and Jeff Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek. 1996-1997 Utah Jazz versus Chris's favorite team of all time, 2001-2002 Sacramento Kings. Chris, who wins? Kings. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I'm ready to fight. The Kings, the Kings win because of style of play. Shooting. Mike Bibby was special, right? Peja. They win. Chris Webber was special. It's just a whole style of play problem that the Jazz have here. Exactly. Because the Jazz, right, <clears throat> they have this solid one-two punch, but they're pick and rolling and giving the ball to um Carl Malone, right? Yes. Stockton is going to be great defensively because he's like the all-time leader in the steals, I believe it is, right? Yes. He's all-time leader in steals. Um, is it the steals all-time leader in assists. Assist. It's his an assist. Yes, I don't think he's all-time leader in steals. I thought he had he all-time might leader. Be. He's all-time leader. I think in you're steals. right. Yes, he's all-time leader in steals. So he's gonna be a matchup nightmare for Matt, for Mike Bibby because clearly he's great on that, playing the passing lanes and things like that. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> what makes the difference is that you add Chris Webber and you add Peja, and then you have Doug mm-hmm. Christie as well. So Peja is gonna space the floor like they've never seen. Mm-hmm. They've never seen a guy that size who's gonna knock down the three consecutively. And then you, yes. it's it's definitely gonna be a matchup nightmare. But it'll be, it'll be, it'll be like a little close, only because of how strong Carl Malone is. But Page is not backing yes. you down; he's facing the floor. Yeah, Carl Malone will be the best player in the series, but I think the totality of the Kings team is going to push him over the edge. Yeah. All right. So then we got the two seed in this bracket. The end of this bracket. Oh, the team that hits home. The 2015-2016 Cleveland Cavaliers. Woo! 
Yes, no, sir. Versus versus the Kevin Garnett, Sam Cassell, the Treespo Spreewell, two thousand three, two thousand four, Minnesota Timberwolves. Chris, who do you think wins? Why? It depends, right, on how you answer this question. Mm-hmm. Which iteration of LeBron are we getting? Are we getting down three one LeBron? <laughs> yes. Yes. Cavs win. <laughs> yes. Yep, this is a sweep. No questions asked here. Uh, so, yeah, couldn't agree with you more. Are you ready to cook it on the next one? Yeah. All right, we have a deserving one seed here. The Chicago Bulls, 1995-1996, 72 win season, NBA championship, versus the 2017-2018 Toronto Raptors. But pre-Kawhi Leonard, this is a DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry team, 16 seed. Is this really a question? <laughs> yeah. The Toronto Raptors get destroyed in five. <laughs> like, uh, it's not. I don't even know if it is a question, Chris. <laughs> I don't think it's a question. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to move on here. The eight seed versus the nine seed. Something more competitive. Okay. We have an ad- two NBA champions here, Chris. 2018-2019 Toronto Raptors. Kawhi okay. Leonard, Fred Van Fleet, losing his mind, Kyle Lowry, all of that. Versus 2013-2014 Detroit Pistons, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Tyshawn Prince, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace. Chris, I want to hear what you have to say. Mm. That team was a defensive monster, and they also had some scoring. I'm trying to think. Give me Toronto. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'll I'll argue with you. We'll argue it with you, but I will take Toronto just off the fact that they don't have as much as the Toronto Raptors. Even though Toronto Raptors, like in my eyes at that time, didn't have as much as the other teams did, but they somehow powered their way through. Atlanta, I mean, not not Atlanta, <clears throat> Detroit. That Detroit team now, I mean, that Detroit team was like the Atlanta Hawks that took the one seed. <laughs> and then got destroyed in the first round by the Cavs. That's what they're mm-hmm. equivalent to. Mm-hmm. I'll argue it with you. I will because I don't think I don't think they I don't think they beat the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors had less for sure, but they don't have nearly as much as the Toronto Raptors do. I mean, like yeah, you have some decent guys on that team, but they're like borderline a team full of role players who just over it'd be like they were really great defensively you know what i mean they did beat a lakers team i don't know i don't know I, i'm going toronto it's it's tough i'm going toronto it's a tough matchup i feel like because they beat a lakers team that you know with Gus, you know, he might go <laughs> Detroit Pistons. I mean, I respect the Detroit Pistons. I do, because I like those two teams. I like the bad boys, and I like the later Detroit Pistons as well, even though they missed out on getting Car- Carmelo Anthony. It's a Dirk O'Milichid. Um <clears throat> All right. I, I just think, I think Toronto. I think Toronto. Are you arguing? I'm going to disagree. Okay. I'm going to go with the Detroit Pistons here for a few reasons. I took my time to think about it. 
Uh, one of the things the Toronto Raptors do have is they could say we're going to just put Marcus All on the floor and Serge. Um, that'll lose some of their defensive versatility, but I, they have a Rasheed Wallace size problem because Rasheed Wallace is underrated by regular fans, right? Mm-hmm. He is the best offensive force on that team. He was yeah. spacing out for three. You couldn't stop his post fadeaways, right? Six foot eleven. So I know Serge a lot because that height. But he's a little older. Like Rasheed Wallace isn't getting buckets on anybody. When you add Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace scare me because that takes the pain away, mm-hmm. which is Kawhi Leonard's, you know, area. Ben Wallace won defensive player of the year multiple times. Everybody who knows basketball knows that man is absolutely ridiculous in the paint. Yeah. Right? So that scares me from Kawhi being able to attack the paint. And then you add in Chauncey Billups, who's a big shot maker, a shot creator, and the offensive Rip Hamilton. I think they can slow down the Toronto Raptors to their pace of play. I think they have enough spacing and shooting on the team to give Rasheed Wallace space to operate in the paint. And I think due to all of those things, I do think the Detroit Pistons would win through defense, half-court play. And Rasheed Wallace is a problem for small ball. I think they have enough interior presence to beat the Toronto Raptors, in my opinion. Mm, so you're going defense, and I'm taking the offensive side. Okay. So I think Toronto Raptors will beat this team. Just, okay. Mm. Because, of, because of here's their problem here. You have Kyle Lowry. You have Fran Van Vliet, you have Pascal Siakam, we didn't add him, and we have Kawhi Leonard. Those four there, I mean, like, I understand what you're saying, where you're coming from, Ben Wallace being the dominant defensive force that he is, and then you open it up the floor with Rasheed Wallace, you can, and you have Surge, because you, you have to go big to to fight Rasheed, I mean, to, to go against Ben. But you, yeah, you can't um, put Pascal in there. You can't. Mm, shit. Hmm. I still would take Toronto just because I think that Kawhi would overcome. And like I say, okay. like I don't like I, in that time period, I'm not going to knock them. Great team. But I think that they're the equivalent with not as much firepower as the Atlanta Hawks that took the one seed and then got destroyed by the Cavs in the first round. <clears throat> I disagree, but we'll see what Gus, Gus, what do you have to say? What do Gus, what do you think? Split <laughs> <clears throat> the time. Let me, okay. Sorry, I had to clear my throat a little bit here. You good? But... I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this one short. I don't need any rebuttals. I had my mind made up automatically. Looked at it, knew instantly. Boardman gets paid. Ah, let's go, gets paid, bro. Let's I go. don't think watching that Toronto team. Every mm-hmm. single series they played <clears throat> in the playoffs, I was like, they're gone. They're gone. It, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to happen. Nobody was stopping Kawhi Leonard from getting a ring in 2019. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> and yeah. that, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm sorry, Jason, but that that's I have to go board man on that one, bro. <laughs> The claw. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got to give it to the claw. I, I respect it. The I respect claw. it. The claw. I respect the it. The claw. Yeah. He, I mean, it can be argued that, you know, they shouldn't have won against mm. the Golden State Warriors because the Golden State Warriors were beyond hobbled. But yeah. they did. 
You know what I mean? And they they beat <clears throat> they beat Philly, who should have who should have went far. They beat Milwaukee, who should have went far. They were just this was a team. Like I said, they had even less than mm-hmm. what some of the great teams did, but what they mm-hmm. did have was too much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I could see that. <clears throat> All right. So, yep, Christopher Muhammad, good job. You get the dope. Hey. All Ooh. right. So we're gonna kick it out to the next one. The five seed here is an NBA champion. 1970-1971 Milwaukee Bucks. This is peak Lou Alcindor when he's young and Oscar Robinson, Bob yeah. Dandridge. Versus the 12th seed, that is a 1994-1995 San Antonio Spurs, around 55 win team. This is David Robinson's peak. Dennis Rodman is on this team too before he gets straight. Sorry, I got something. Uh, and so Dennis Rodman's on this team also. So yeah, Chris, who do you think is going to win? So <clears throat> we basically have a battle of the... So we have Dennis Rodman, mm. David Robinson versus Kareem and Oscar. Mm. I think because the NBA hadn't evolved that far yet, I can mm-hmm. give it to Milwaukee. Yeah, I agree. I think they have too much firepower. And even though I love Dave Robinson, I know you you'd love him equally. Yeah, uh, I I think Kareem's the better center too. So yeah, that's a bad matchup. All right, you ready to kick it to the next one? Yeah. All righty. So we have a four C that is pretty great. The 2012-2013 Miami Heat. Uh, so, yes, this is D-Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron James. Right? We all know mm-hmm. Shane Battier, Ray Allen. Um, versus a 1966-1967 Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, this team won about 55 games, and the notable player is Will Chamberlain. So... That's that's what it is. It's a young Wilt versus the big three, basically. So, Chris, what do you think is going to win? This is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's tough. <clears throat> and some people are like, no, it's a no-brainer. You might me heat. But I say it's tough because Wilt is the difference maker mm-hmm. in my eyes. But that Miami Heat team, we're playing modern-day roles. There's no, there's not mm. that much shooting. They're playing through Wilt. Yeah. Damn, in modern day rules, I mean, no hate because I respect Wilt. I think he's one of the greatest players of all time. Give me the Miami Heat. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. This is a phenomenal team here. Uh, the Miami Heat, even though Wilt is going to disrupt LeBron at the rim, which is unlike anybody ever. Uh, I I I completely agree. It's just it's just wilt. So, yep. All right, you ready to move it along here? Yeah. So we got the six seed here, nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety six, Orlando Magic. Yes, this is the Shaq and Penny team with Dennis Scott and all the role guys. Horace Grant versus. 2010-2011 Chicago Bulls. D. Rose, Luol Ding, Joakim Noah. Chris, who do you think is going to win? <clears throat> hmm. Give me Shaq and Penny. Oh, 
this is a blowout. Shaq and Penny. Not even a question. I completely agree. All right. You ready to move it on, Kier? Yeah. All right. So we're going to kick it to the three seed. 1971-1972 Los Angeles Lakers. Will Chamberlain, Jerry West, Gil Goodrich, older Elgin Baylor. First is the 2001-2002 New Jersey Nets that made to the NBA Finals. Jay Kidd, Vince Carter, yeah, Kenyon Martin was really athletic when he was younger. So yeah, this is the matchup, Chris. Who do you have winning? This is a young Carmelo versus two. No, this is a young Jason Kidd. Oh, uh, this is 2001-2002 Brooklyn Nets. I mean, New Jersey. The 19- yes. Oh yeah, you're right. Versus the 1971-1972 Lakers with Wilt, Jerry West, Gil Goodrich, Elgin Baylor. It's not really a hard thing because Nets clearly don't have enough like at all. They have Jason Kidd. But then you're mm-hmm. looking at you have the Lakers, they have Jerry West, they have Gil Goodridge, they have Wilt. I'm going with the Lakers. Easy. Yeah. Easy dub. I I couldn't agree with you more. Jerry West and Gil Goodridge are phenomenal three point shooters. Like even though the three point line wasn't there back then, he was they were pulling beyond the three point line. So yeah. they that team gets better with modern basketball. So yeah. So we're gonna kick it here to the seven seed, and we only have four teams left before part one ends here, so that's pretty nice. So this is 2015-2016, Oklahoma City Thunder with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, no James Harden, versus the 1995 and 1996 Seattle Supersonics. Chris, who do you think is going to win? All right, so we're going to be breaking down here the matchup between the Supersonics and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder 2015-2016 OKC. Uh, this team is the seventh seed. KD, Russell Westbrook versus Gary Payton, Sean Kemp. Chris, who do you have winning? OKC. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with you. This is a very underly talented team here. And here we go. The last team of round one. We have made it through it. And you as the viewer has made through it too. The last team is the 1985 Boston Celtics. Yes. Kevin McKill, Robert Parrish, Larry Bird, Dennis Johnson, Tiny Archibald, Bill Walton versus the 2003-2004 Indiana Parishers. Reggie Miller, uh, Jermaine O'Neal, young Ron Artest. Chris, who you got winning? Boston Celtics. Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. I think they are making it here into the round of 32. And a little bit of summary here, just to list off the teams that have made it on. We have the 2017-2018 Warriors, 2019 LA Clippers, 2013 San Antonio Spurs, 2011 OKC, 2005 Miami Heat, 2018 Portland Trailblazers, 2015 Spurs, 2007 Boston Celtics, 2001 Lakers, 2004 Phoenix Suns, 2020 Phoenix Suns, 2019 Lakers, 2009, no, 1985 Houston Rockets, 
2015 Golden State Warriors, 2017 Houston Rockets, 1984 Los Angeles Lakers, and the Boston Celtics, 1985, 2015 OKC, 1971 Lakers, 1995 Orlando Magic, 2012 Miami Heat, 1970 Milwaukee Bucks, 2018 Toronto Raptors, 1995 Chicago Bulls, 2015 Cleveland Cavaliers, 2001 Sacramento Kings, 2008 Right now, so this is going to be the end of part one. I know it's going to be great. This next round, these next matchups, who's going to make it to the Sweet 16? I know I'm excited to find out. We don't even know. We didn't even talk about this before the podcast. So, yes, sir. We're going to keep it real with you guys. This is the end of part one. Thank you guys for listening. Check us out on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, not Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all these platforms. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys hope to see you guys next episode. Give you guys some really great content. Yeah. All right. So I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. And we are the basketball addicts. Peace.